welcome to another episode of Right Rand Geek Show. This is your host Vishnu and this is Shankar. In this episode we're going to talk about our journey through music, both playing and listening. You remember the kind of music we used to listen to in the 90s? Of course, we were born and brought up in northern part of India, so it was mostly influenced by Bollywood music. Yeah, the first thing uh, which comes into my mind is like music like uh, Bazigar and Ham uh, Aapke Hai Kaun, Sajan. Yeah. All those kind of music which it influenced me a lot while growing up. Yeah, one of the songs which I vividly remember and I still like is Papa Kehte Hai. Exactly. One reason was because Amir Khan is playing guitar in that uh, song. That is where my whole interest in guitar started actually. same with me because i think it was a it was one of the songs which popularized uh, guitar as an instrument which uh, anyone can pick up and play yeah then moving down 90s um halfway through 90s we shifted uh, to kerala where malayalam is the you know primary medium of communication and uh, kerala also has a film industry prominent film industry and there are there it's it's very um and it has a very prominent music industry as well uh, you know accompanying the movies so that is when we started listening to more south indian uh, music as well especially malayalam and tamil song tamil yeah. music uh, you have like legendary uh, artists like yeshudas yeah. and spb they and all grace the place with their music yeah 90s was the time when one of the most uh, amazing music director ar rahman mm-hmm. came into prominence his music even in when we were, when we used to listen in those days it f- always used to feel like a futuristic music right exactly. it was something that we have never heard the kind of sounds um the bass rich uh, yes. songs it the was rhythm, never heard heard the, of before the rhythm uh, for most of his song was through his bass through the bass and uh, it it actually uh, connects with our the rhythm of our heart i believe that's what i felt that's true uh, especially um, if you if you go to early part of his career roja was one amazing example of music so the songs had real good bass if you remember the song um, in the hindi version of roja i remember the name uh, that hasi wadiya song it has such rich bass if you listen to the song so uh, they used to really take you to a different world it always for me it felt like a futuristic music that something that you've never heard of that was a turning point in 90s and these things combined with the music video if you take urvashi urvashi or uh, chikapuk <laughs> raile you know those kind of songs it, it just takes you to some other world and you'll be like oh my god and, are these things really happening and we have uh, you know huge amount of nostalgia along associated along with it because those was were the songs which we listened to as we grew up uh so uh, ar rahman songs even jeans had the movie jeans had too many good songs you know it. it had all the all the songs in that movie were good yeah and during that time and uh, you know during the late 80s and 90s uh, the bollywood numbers were heavily influenced by the uh, western music as well yes so if you remember <laughs> there is a song in maine pyar kiya called tere rang mein rangne wali it had that entire Final, Final countdown, countdown riff copied exactly the same way into the song. So I, when I first listened to the song, I really felt, "Wow, this is amazing!" But almost, I think maybe fifteen years later, I listened to Final Countdown. That's when I realized, okay, <laughs> this entire section is 
uh, influenced or probably just copied from a you know western song i hope they paid them <laughs> <laughs> we don't know yet yeah i mean bollywood has uh, many number of copycats uh, a good history of yeah. uh, some people doing the same thing i think we can com- do a completely different episode on that <laughs> as well you know listing out all the songs and all that i would start with someone with initials am <laughs> <laughs> anyway so yeah 90s for us was mostly a mixture of bollywood uh, malayalam and tamil songs uh, that's what we very rarely used to listen uh, to western songs other than michael jackson so michael yeah. jackson is like a universal phenomenon right any state any place any land michael jackson is always uh, something he, that people listen he to he was like a staple food in like all the countries you know you have rice in india or like a potato in ireland J- michael jackson is served with everything yeah so i remember when i was a kid uh, i think this was around 90 91 92 times um there used to be a program that used to air every friday night or saturday night i don't clearly remember which which listed all michael jackson songs so it was a show dedicated to michael jackson so that's where i watched the videos of michael jackson like thriller it was a big deal then because it was all horror it was like a horror movie of 13 minutes right um and smooth bad criminal. and smooth criminal and all that so, smooth so, criminal was a landmark even though it, it's not that great a song compared to other song uh, compared yeah. to his other songs so those had those were very influential songs in my childhood so michael jackson had a you know different place in my heart whenever someone used to mention western music the first thing that you remember is michael jackson and for me there was no other band or anything else yes there were uh, you know bands like bonium and all that but for me they were not really uh, my favorites i've heard them here and there i some of the songs i really didn't know uh, uh, you know who were the artists and stuff but michael jackson was always the number one yeah but one sad thing about michael jackson is that i don't know why he didn't influence us to get up and dance i wish i could dance like him <laughs> anyway so yeah then we moved down uh, uh, the 90s uh, towards the end of 90s is when we really started listening to western music uh, as such little bit of influence from western music yeah. i think it all started when uh, our brother came from our elder brother our cousin brother who was studying engineering in kerala yeah. he used to come and visit us once yes. in a while so once when he came to our house uh, he bought a cassette of michael lonsdon rock greatest hits with him and he left without taking it with him right so it was lying there around in our table one day we started listening to it it had around some 17 songs i yes. remember greatest hits that's when we for the first time we actually listened to something an album yeah. by an artist right and we started liking it yes those were really uh, it was really a soft rock kind of uh, album right it was not heavy metal or it's like a collection even. of all their good songs from other albums it's, exactly yeah. and we started liking it so much that we used to listen to it every day i think that was the that was a first step into our uh, western music journey i know i have listened to that song some day at uh, least especially uh, 100, you know you know the part times. that i loved was uh, uh, the solo in between that yes time, yes right? sir i wish i could play that <laughs> that was one of my most i ne- you know what the fun part is i didn't know what instrument was being played <laughs> because i didn't have any idea about guitar or how a guitar sounds and all i've heard is acoustic guitar up to that point and the thing is it was not just influenced uh, like and the thing is michael lonsdorf was not just about guitars they they had a keyboardist the the vocalist was a keyboardist i believe no what so, i'm trying to say is yeah. i had no 
idea about what music composition is what instrument sound how how does each instrument sound, sound. like i knew how dra- drums sound you couldn't differentiate it i know how piano sounds how, i know how acoustic guitar sounds but i didn't know about processed guitar sounds electric guitar i had no idea about same, it same with me you know what i thought that entire solo was played on saxophone or something like that what yeah you won't believe it that's how it is okay. i had no idea about it <laughs> okay it was not that bad with me but yeah i i see <laughs> i it was the same with me i was not able to differentiate uh, inf- instruments when it comes to music and uh, coming back to michael lonstock you remember cassettes <laughs> yes the <laughs> the awesome time of uh, audio tapes yes running around and finding whatever you can and listening to it while you have it it was mostly mixtape nobody nobody bought a real cassette from anywhere at least in india i think i think uh, in our parts of part yeah. of the world you always used to go to the uh, music sh- the cassette shop and tell them these these songs and they used to record it and give it to us and unlike today's mp3 players uh, you had a limitation of around 10 to 15 songs in a cassette once it is done you have to rewind or turn it to the other side so i mean even with those restrictions with those limited number of songs it was a pleasure always one more thing is that uh, you don't have much access to western music also because most of the places which sells music they have only like uh, hindi or Yeah. Uh, the regional language music and it was so hard to find uh, western music so we were confined to michael lunsu rock for a long time yeah in fact the time that we started listening to other music was when internet became prominent yes. and uh, you know computers became prominent in uh, my friends places and all that so i remember when we bought a pc it was back in 2002 mm-hmm. i think november 2002 yes, yes, is yes. when we got a pc that's when most of my friends anthony for example uh, he was my very close friend who passed away um he's the one who gave me you know mp3 cd's cd's which had like 160 200 songs mm-hmm. which was like a big deal right 700 mb cd <laughs> exactly so cassettes usually had around 15 songs this is like having 10 cassettes at once yeah. and he gave me a cd uh, which had you know um, Boy bands? artists like backstreet boys and <laughs> sync i think see uh, if you look at our music history right there was a long period of time influenced by all these boy, boy bands, bands especially backstreet boys and sync also to an extent we used to download and watch their videos for you know hours and hours on end you know we we used to go to the internet cafe just so that we can download the lyrics to <laughs> yes, the songs i remember that with the cheat codes to other video games yeah, yeah. so he was a primary supplier of uh, uh, mp3 songs he was to our us. dealer <laughs> yes and we didn't have internet at our yes. house at that point he had a dial up connection he used to download songs and all that so that was our entry into uh, you know listening to western songs backstreet boys did have a very good influence on us uh, you know we started understanding the lyrics um and the various aspects of and uh, one more thing i have to add is uh, while the cassette thing culture was going on uh, you couldn't uh, listen to the song you wanted to it was like a radio kind of thing you, like you yeah. you listen to whatever you have uh, and it actually uh, limited our ability to listen to a particular song for like more time so it made it even more special like if you see these days uh, a new song releases and within a few weeks you'll be like you'll get bored to it yeah, but that's right. earlier it was not like that i mean there are many songs which you have to wait for it to be broadcast either on television or in the radio there are some songs which i've waited for years to listen one such song is final countdown So I had heard that tune back in I think 80s or 90s when that movie that Hindi movie was released but I never knew which was the original song 
I had to, I think I had to wait till 2000 or 2001 to listen to that song for the first time. Then I was wow. like, ooh, it's been almost 13 to 14 years that I've been waiting for this. Uh, remember Mohabate when it was released, like you couldn't get the cassettes because it was selling off like yeah. some hot property. So it was like that, you know, you, the supply supply did not match the demand most of the times. That's true. And and it was not easy for you to go and purchase cassettes of every other album as well, yes. right? Cassettes were also a little expensive. It like was an movies. investment, proper investment. Exactly. And uh, yeah, it was not like MP3 CDs hmm. which came in. And MP3 CDs came to us for free almost at that yeah. time. That is when, you know, digital downloads and piracy and all those things were happening. So at that time, getting an MP3 CD full of 200 songs was not a difficult yeah. thing. Early, early 2000, we are talking about. And uh, even though we uh, moved a little bit from uh, our Bollywood influence to uh, Western, we still listened to uh, the music of Lagan, A.R. Rahman's Lagan and Kahuna Pyar. We had like two cassettes of the like these two uh, movies and we used to like listen to it day in and day out. Yeah, even when Western influence came in, we still used to listen to it regularly. Um, the next step we took from these boy bands was i think the first first real uh, rock band that we started listing was linkin park of course like everyone else <laughs> linkin park came into picture in 2000 with their album uh, hybrid theory right but we started to listen i think in 2002 two or three is when we started listening right yeah, yeah. so um that was one major step from uh, the soft music of boy bands into a you know a little bit more heavier sound of uh, a rock band yes the transition was slow though. Exactly. You know, uh, and it was like, you know, transitioning from cassettes to uh, like CDs. Even in 2006, I remember having that, uh, what is that, Walkman mm-hmm. uh, and listening to... Uh, yeah, Walkman, so I remember yes, them. Listening to Linkin Park. Yeah, I think our first Walkman, we bought it sometime in 97, 98, something. It was a Philips uh, Walkman, right? I remember going with my dad and like we bought it for like um, thousand bucks, almost thousand bucks. And it was a big deal, you know. And I got back. I had fever back then and uh, he had bought one cassette also. And I came back home and I heard it for the whole day and I Mm -hmm. finished off the battery in the first day. Yeah, (laughs) it was, I I remember the the Walkman had just a play button and a, rewind button or something like that play forward and uh, stop yeah so you had to turn the cassette around once you finish one side and all that and i was listening to only that song which is uh, which goes like do dil mil rahe hai (laughs) yeah pardes that was the only song i listened to the whole day you know i was i had put it on repeat like rewind play rewind play and the battery got over the first day (laughs) so yeah the the walkman culture came and it was like so much it's so amazing it was amazing because it was a portable uh, device device if you have that you are like one big shot back exactly. then exactly uh, but nothing like the mp3 players which came in later yeah so um, yeah so we moved on to linkin park at some point and our uh, you know um, initially i didn't like it because it, the vocals were all screaming screaming and the guitar riffs and all that stuff heavy was not exactly my our kind of music at that point but then the transition did happen and i am um, biggest change in my music taste happened when i went to college of course. So in the year 2005 is when I joined for my uh, bachelor's in engineering. I went and joined my college. There I had a lot of influence from a few of my college mates. Um, that is when I started listening to heavy metal. That was a period of time when heavy metal was my primary uh, uh, interest. And the first band which I really was a 
even i am a fan even today uh, die hard fan was metallica okay so of course we were play- so when i got into college we uh, four of us decided to form a small band not that most of us were that talented but you know when compared to uh, the rest of the people <laughs> <laughs> no looking at the college that we were studying at least we were we were that's what talented. i meant <laughs> so i was playing bass guitar and all that so we used to listen to a few classics like you know uh, eagles um and this uh, final countdown was Megadeth. one of our yeah so not Mind megadeth made. megadeth actually came after we okay, started okay. listening to metallica so we used to listen to eagles and guns and roses and all that i stuff. remember you guys wanted to perform what is that linkin park it was your priority to perform exactly. but then uh, one of your senior or someone came and like what the hell are you guys doing yeah so one day we were we were talking about so my friend shyam who, from whom i learned guitar so we were talking about this guitar uh, solos and stuff so we were mentioning about this final countdown had a solo in it which sounded really good so while talking about it one of our seniors came in and we were discussing then he said see you think that is the best solo that you have ever heard i think you should listen listen to another band called metallica and the first song i listened was uh, i think it was nothing else matters nothing else matters had a long uh, you know it has too much of nostalgia associated with it because uh, i think this was the first pa- first song that we practiced day in and day out there was not a single day where we never played this song in our hostel okay let me interject uh, see uh, from the videos i have seen of you guys practicing uh, 90% <laughs> of the songs uh, of the videos were of uh, like nothing else matters yes. and one more thing uh, <laughs> the first song of metallica which you heard was nothing else matters right yeah. in my case yeah it it was your influence because of your influence i got into me- heavy metal but uh, the it was a shock you know it was kind of a, like a shock because the first song first heavy metal song i ever heard was master of puppets oh and man you were it, directly put into the fire it actually blew my mind you know it f me up if i say <laughs> rightly and uh, the my first thought was no i'm never going to listen to this kind of music ever again but the whole thing changed when uh, one day on the radio uh, they started playing smells like teen spirit by nirvana mm-hmm. and it influenced me a lot and i'm like dude i want to learn how to play guitar like that you know that riff it was so amazing and uh, that's when i started learning guitar and my journey into uh, playing guitar yeah so when we started this band most of the songs that we played was metallica songs of course <laughs> so we got in, we we played nothing else matters for whom the beltolls was our opening song for most of our shows <laughs> so first song will be for whom the beltolls so you played uh, like cliff burton <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, let's uh, let's see if Not we exactly. can uh, if we can put some link in our show notes of uh, the performance <laughs> i think we have some old recordings but that is not worth playing anyway hey so, who knows so we used to play in, we went to few other colleges and we played these songs there um so metallica was a major influence for me 
my peak was metallica because i could not listen to anything that has more heavier than metallica metallica and megadeth basically bo- both were my favorites megadeth especially for their uh, lyrics and their mm-hmm. uh, riffs and stuff yeah. like dave mustaine was a See, master if if we compare like the quality of music i think uh, megadeth is even, like way better than metallica because i think uh, because of just one person <laughs> <laughs> i think the lyrical quality yeah. uh, lyrics and uh, you know some of the guitar riffs are unmatched when it comes to megadeth Uh, yeah those were the two which i love other you know other bands like slayer i was not into that much heavier music i never kind of it never uh, felt like a place for me to be in uh, same applies to me but there were like some exceptions like uh, you know uh, heavier bands uh, like uh, mudwin yeah tool uh, is tool more heavier than uh, tool is more heavier than right. it it almost falls into the same yeah. category but the thing is about all these bands you like few of their songs it's hmm. not like you would download their entire discography yeah, and start yeah, listening yeah, yeah. Uh, to them right metallica i could li- i could listen to any of metallica songs yeah. i had their entire discography but tool is also one of my favorite bands but not more than 3 or 4 songs is what i would gen- generally yeah, listen yeah same to. applies to uh, children of bodom too i believe uh, yeah these are hmm. these are bands which you like because of few of their songs hmm. it's not that you are really Uh, uh liking the song because it is from the band yeah so the mid uh, 2000 to like uh, uh, 2010 it was all a mixture of heavy metal yeah. and you know soft rock eagles some brian adams kind of, in yeah, between even brian adams uh, everything yeah. i do i do it for you. <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> so i think after uh, i think that was a time when you got into college and yeah. you started a band and all that see stuff. uh funny story <laughs> i'll keep it short so once i joined college i was like okay i have like uh, three or four years of experience playing guitar but um, i figured that my uh, skill was pretty bad compared so, to others compared to others at yeah, least because like, we know christ university is uh, you know it's a heaven for musicians and all that i used to be the guy who didn't like bass that much mm-hmm. but uh, then i figured that if i want to make a mark i have to play in some bands and the only way to start playing in a band was to become a bassist because Christ had uh, very less basses good basses and I was not good I'm not saying that I was a good bassist but I started from the bottom mm. and I started playing bass then I started loving it and that's how my journey started it was all because of one of my friend uh, me and Roshan yeah we mm-hmm. formed a band uh during uh, first year second year of college yeah, and it ma- all sh- started from there yeah i should mention that your band was considerably more successful than mine i mine was just a you know yeah. it, it also depends on the audience see right? you can't compare yeah. the place where you guys uh, try to establish yourself and the place where we tried w- was completely different think about kasargod like kerala and then bangalore the scene is completely different so yes. you can't compare if you guys were here your skill would have been different way different like you <laughs> there are two possibilities <laughs> one if you we were in bangalore we wouldn't exist as a band or as you said our skill would yeah, have been at a yeah. different level <laughs> but if you had the passion you would have definitely tried yeah, and like made something happen yeah. so uh, yeah my journey was pretty awesome like we we did a lot of shows and all that in and around bangalore and i was also there in the college cultural team for a while uh, for a year so it was pretty fun and uh, yeah i just wanted to keep it short yeah so uh, you were a part of the band and you i think your music was more of a progressive alternate and etc right yes, so yes. what were your influences at that point oh so uh, my uh, musical influence completely changed during that time from metallica to nirvana and all that it moved to a little bit progressive at the same time i started listening to a lot of pop also you know 
uh, artists like Jason Mraz. Then you have Porcupine Tree. Um, Porcupine Tree is not pop. I said progressive <laughs> and pop. You know, you know. The thing is, my spectrum expanded. Yeah. So I started listening to Porcupine Tree, Mudvin. Everything happened during that time. Correct. I, 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 I think in a way it influenced me as well because I started listening to these songs because you were listening to them. Oh yes, yes. So uh, the thing, uh, thing was, we had a lot of people from different uh, walks of the walks of the world, and uh, they had different tastes in music. So when we blended, the th- what resulted was something so beautiful that we started sharing all our interest and mm. some people liked the what the other person liked so i got a lot of influence from these people and started listening to a lot more songs and like the catalog my interest actually multiplied right so uh it was not like i stopped listening to metallica or anything mm. but the thing was i was more in, in invested in uh progressive alternative kind of music because uh, my band used to play that right and also because we had other kind of uh, shows like acapella shows and all mm-hmm. that which needed acoustic songs and pop or something so because of that we, i started listening to more of like soft songs also and because for me at that point of time there was no other influence because all my college friends were here and there and in my office you started there, working let's yeah, put it I, straight i, I started working <laughs> So my only influence came through you when you know we were sitting at home and listening to these yeah. songs. That's how I started listening to progressive bands like you know, uh, Porcupine Tree or whatnot. Yes. So college time was like one uh, experimental period. You mm. know, uh, I think at that time I also went through a lot of transformation uh, and f- few of my influence from my colleagues. Pink Floyd was one band which I just missed mentioning, which was a major influence in yes. our college time. Yes. Talking about, about Pink, Pink Floyd. Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> so Pink Floyd was a major influence in college time, since college time. Because I think most of the people, uh, you know, irrespective of the kind of music they like, most of them like Pink, Pink Floyd because it's just a different music, man. It's just completely, I, I you cannot explain how it is. It's a combination of psychedelic and all that David Gilmer magic and all that stuff. It was amazing. And this liking towards Pink Floyd came back around 2012 13 because you know one of my colleagues was a big pink floyd fan so we used to listen to a lot of pink floyd uh, songs which transitioned later into uh, led zeppelin around 2014 so that's how my musical taste started you know changing a bit so led zeppelin was another of the classic band yes uh pink floyd and led zeppelin yeah that was my influence till around 2014 um Towards the end of 2014 as well. To be honest, uh, I think uh, Led Zeppelin made more of an impact on me uh, mm. than Pink Floyd. Because Pink Floyd, uh, I love Pink Floyd. You know, mm. especially the Pulse Live yeah. and all the all that thing. You know, there are like a lot of songs which I love. But Led Zeppelin, I uh, the thing what I did was I just put their whole discography in my uh, MP3 player. And I started listening to each song. And... I could find at least like five songs from each album which which would top the table, you know. Mm. 
and for an year and a half i listened to only them mm. it was only led zeppelin day in and day out i would listen to them like traveling to uh, taking public transport there's some like, really good songs that they have like uh, the rain song over the hills and far away um ramble on yes ramble on is something different man oh I mean, my god as I, i sometimes feel that you know the music that they played back in the 60s and 70s even in 100 years down the line right let's say if it is 2060 and 70s you can still listen to those it, songs it's very futuristic you know the thing is uh, you listen to them and you'll be like okay this is something new if they're like, yeah. like recording quality was new right like uh, pretty good like mm-hmm. how they how it's now you 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 would be like yeah it's a it's an upcoming band yeah. and they were the true forefathers of progressive music yeah absolutely it was from their influence like the progressive movements um, yeah. movement started so uh, i have to thank them for all the was, great music it, it, they have it was a band with four really good musicians in it right each of them were masters of what they were doing they were it. at the top of their game yeah that is what i remember 2014 uh, was mostly led zeppelin stuff I think after that there came a bit of a transition in yes, the kind uh, of music that yeah, we started I'll have listening. to do a bit of explaining before that. So uh, once college got over in 2013 that's when I started listening like getting deep into Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. And uh, 2014 is the time I started working and I but I wanted to like do something in music field and uh, but the thing was I was uh, my band disbanded and there was nothing much going on with me. So it was a state when i was like not grew, doing that great and mm. uh, one uh, christmas eve i think it was 2014 christmas eve i happened to get my hands on the discography of this uh, artist named john mayer <laughs> yes uh, i had i i i had listened to a lot of his songs even uh, like mm. earlier mm. while i was in college but uh, i used to like john, jason raz even more than him mm. but once i got my hands on his discography i just started listening to his uh, first few albums uh, heavier things mm. continuum oh my god continuum and then born and raised i didn't like born and raised at, uh, that much at first but it just completely changed my outlook into like pop and uh, blues music mm-hmm. and the way he transitioned his career from being a pop musician to a blues and like currently he's doing i don't know what not he's doing everything he wants yeah. it it actually you know help me with my life mm. i could relate to most of the songs he played see now you explained a lot of uh, things about john mayer in terms of the technicality yeah. blues and stuff for me it is just simple for every situation in my life there is a john mayer song so that Same is applies to and, me too and yeah i have throughout the years that i've listened to music music has always been a therapy for me mm. even while college times when it was difficult and when it was happy times my refuge was always in music music is something that I, that has always been a part of my life every single day but i had never found an artist who had all the songs that i wanted to re- listen repeatedly like i'll come back and listen to the song i'll go and listen to something else maybe i'll do it for few days but i'll always come back to this one that was john mayer for me and for every situation that i had in my life and uh, there was a song that i would like to listen it might just change from day to day but the artist always remained the same yes so uh, i i want to put it in like simple terms so uh, people say that uh, their ultimate goal is to get salvation mm-hmm. and john mayer john mayer was my musical salvation so once i started listening to his music i got to know that this is the thing i want to listen to my whole life 
it is the same thing for me when i have written one article about this in my blog so when i i think you started listening to this initially i never understood uh, why but hey you started listening one year later because of yeah. my persistent playing so you started <laughs> playing in the car you started playing around in the house and then i started really giving uh, attention to the lyrics uh, and the kind of music that he plays initially i started liking more of the you know pop, uh, pop kind of a, uh, <laughs> uh, songs that he made but then i started listening to other stuff where the the way he puts the lyrics and the music together it was just it was just the thing for me i what i remember is i i was a die hard fan by the uh, mid uh, 2015 and uh, while going on road trips and all mm. that i used to put the songs and what i used to do is uh, i used to explain the thought process and the meaning behind each songs yeah. So it's like this is like this this is that this thing this thing that thing. So the thing is that every uh, human being has a life which he lives inside himself. There's a part which is outside which everybody sees. Yeah. But there are certain things that he goes through every day that he keeps to himself, right? This guy's music touches everything, right? Uh so there are certain songs which are really close like in repair. Hmm. That is a song which is very close to me because the way the lyrics uh, explains that you know you're not perfect you're still a, a work in progress and you are expecting to be better someday and all that like there is a line which says um uh, he sings about walking through the park the birds singing and things may turn green again mm. uh, you know hope you will still remember me so he talks about it saying that it's like a sad hope so there are these kind of feelings that you have inside and you really connect with those things uh, another song which i really like is uh, i don't trust myself with loving, loving you yeah. so these are different <laughs> situations in your life when you go through it you will find a song which uh, you know touches yes, you yes what i've point. noticed is most of the artists they write songs about making the world a better place mm. or like doing things for others and all that but this guy he just writes what he want yeah. feels like right and good love is on the way is one of my other favorite oh, songs and uh, this one um who do you think i was yeah. oh my god i can listen to that thing on so loop. i think that is where we are at this point when it comes to music yeah. so uh, one question i have uh, if you could uh, choose one song mm-hmm. of john mayer to put in loop for the for like the rest of your the life the song which, which i have listened to the most number of times uh, is good love is on the way that might be the song but in repair also stands somewhere near to it because both of the songs are the things that i have that that are very close to my heart if you listen to the song you will understand so good love is on the way is also an expectation that you know things are going to be better in yes. you know good love is on the way other is like i accept myself to be never to be perfect i'm always a work in progress so it it these two songs are very close to my heart yeah but then again it's not that we just listen to john mayer all the time there are other artists we listen to edge Sh- hey, these days we have just started yeah listening to yeah edge sheeran is more commercial yes. uh, he he's an awesome artist i love listening to his songs but yeah he's a bit too commercial but he, other guy we have been listening yes, to a lot lately you know we have been listening to a lot of indie <laughs> stuff you yes. know independent artists and uh, uh, i remember like some 6 months back one of my friend ping me like you know this song is great you should listen to it i, I thank you for doing that it was called further away by ben howard ben howard yes and uh, i just started exploring his music and we and i actually some of the what great, i did is songs. when i when i got uh, apple music account right i think we were going to gym at that time so mm-hmm. while going to office i just downloaded few of the other songs uh, other songs which he had one of them was um small things small things which was like a psychedelic stuff yeah. for me 
then i downloaded this song called i forget where we were yeah that God. song is it's it's like a magical spell on me at this point same here i we could listen to it on loop like the i think from day. the time that we have started listening to it there have been days when i have listened to it while going from home to office sitting in office the entire day coming back from office to home same thing i sit and write and the whole time i would have the song on uh, in the background yes so it it i don't know i don't know how to explain like you know other songs you'll ha- you can explain the lyrics or yes. you can explain the music in fact this, this lyrics has nothing to do with yes you know what we are going through or something but the music the combination it's like, it's just mesmerizing kind of a thing yeah the lyrics is about a guy who is wor- worried about the, what's happening in the world and also what's happening with his life but he's just i don't know it's 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 a very weird lyrics and the and the music the way he plays yeah, you have watched the live yeah, right yeah. oh my god he's that, very unorthodox yes player. that guy is something out of the world you should actually listen to him yeah so i think that pretty much sums up our uh, musical journey from the time that we were born and you know up to the time that we are making this episode yes so uh, hopefully we'll find some other great musicians and artists and new music yeah. every now and then we are all feed our uh, fire and so cravings <laughs> yeah cravings so uh, with the hope i think we should conclude yes. this episode so, yeah that's pretty much it from our side this this time yeah